Welcome to Time Played 3HR, a video game... Oh, shit. What is it? <laughs> Here we go. Welcome to Time Played 3HR. A podcast. A podcast where we play a video game for three hours and then talk about it. My name is Lucky. Are you just going to go with that take? We're going with that one? I'm, I'm, I'm fine with All it. Right. Uh, my name's Louis, and uh, this, this week, this six months, we watched Gran Turismo, based on a true story, the movie... Um, uh, for two hours and fifteen minutes, I think. Um, About that, yeah. Uh, featuring Orlando Bloom, David Harbour, man that I don't know the name of, Jerry Halliwell, um, and a car. Welcome back. Oh, just having a big stretch. It's, uh, what is it? It's uh, 9.15, November 29th, 2023. It's mm. a Wednesday. Mm. And we're back with yet another episode of Time Played 3HR. After this Welcome back. busy, busy year, we thought, hey, let's chuck another one in there. Give them a mm-hmm. nice little surprise. We, uh... Are of course not doing it about a video game. Uh, I beg to differ. <laughs> because why would we? No, no, you're right. You know, you, it's not about a game. It's about a sim racer. It's, it's very good. Thank you. Very good. This isn't a video game we're talking about. This is about a sim racer. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a good point actually. Because um, <laughs> the, the last episode we did seven thousand years ago was about discord so we're really dropping the ball on the uh ay, ay, ay. <laughs> the video game content <laughs> jesus um well, we're still playing video games by the way just um mm-hmm. apparently not <laughs> not talking about them as much um but this is about a video game we're going to talk about a video game slash sim racer yeah, for sure uh we're talking about but, 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 uh, well, but, 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 yeah, you're right. But, 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 what? But, why am I so eager to get into this? Why are you so eager? <laughs> My life revolves around not starting this podcast. Yeah, that's forgotten. Often, often on the air. Yeah. Um. So, so how's it? How's it going? <laughs> um. Yeah. It's okay. Just you know, had a coffee, stretched, wrote some notes, sitting down. Ready to talk about the sim racer? <laughs> How about you? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Just some water for me. Did you um? Did you download uh, Grifflands? No. Um, I totally forgot about it, mate. That was a gift from me to you. No, it wasn't. It was. It is currently <laughs> I'm paying for I it. Ask you for the cash. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I have so many emails. Oh dear. They just stack in so quick these days. I have these eBay notifications. Yeah, you got to turn that shit off. But it's it's ones I've pre-set up. It's like eBay alerts for new. I see. Uh, but yeah. if you're not checking them, maybe it's time to call it a day. Well, I mean, I've not checked them in 
I was I had a little holiday recently and I've not checked them in five days. <gasps> I've not really gone through my emails in five days. And we're nearly two hundred deep. Wow. Brutal. That's nuts. I have alerts. I, I there's something really satisfying about setting up little alerts for certain things. Like I have it for uh a couple of different cars I would like to own. I just like to keep track of how 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 much money I would need to make in order to afford some of these cars. Um, so I just get like, oh, there's a new listing on classiccars.org or whatever. Go look at it. It's like, ah, oh, that's lovely. Yeah, no, I can't, still can't afford that. <laughs> I'm, I'm still far away. Still, still, still can't. There's nowhere near. Good. Um, but going through my emails. Uh, I suspected something, but I've just seen it confirmed. Uh, guess what arrived at my house two days ago? Ooh, um, a copy of Grifflands. Mm-mm. A delivery of <laughs> the, the Persona vinyls. Ah, they finally <laughs> arrived? They finally your, arrived. Your, your investment, your... Uh, you will pass this uh, down to your children. <laughs> yeah, my legacy. Your legacy. Yeah, this is going to be. I've staying put in the all family. of my worth in uh, all of my worth and money from like two years ago. All, all you need now is a record player. <laughs> I don't need that shit. Too stressful. No, that's just silly. You can just no. I guess to I do. MP3s. I am. Just download this. Does it come with the MP3 version? Uh, that'd be nice. Probably not, right? Let's be real. They started doing that years ago with um, vinyl is like, which is a good idea of like buy the vinyl, get a download code for the MP3s. All the wax. Yeah, makes sense. That makes sense to capture that audience. Which I think they did. You know, I think they won that one. Pods are very popular, right? I think yeah. Well, relatively, yeah. People buying cassettes um, these days. Yeah, really? The fuckers, yeah. <laughs> the worst audio format of all time. <laughs> no one's buying cassettes. Yeah. They break. They're buying, no, they buy them more for the aesthetic. Like, Bandcamp, like, people, like, indie art, indie artists, like, make cassettes at their... For cute oh, yeah, that's cassette so stuff. boring. But, like, I hate that. You hate it? With, but, like, passion? I don't... <laughs> Look... Yeah. If you're an artist making music. Yeah. And the form you want to output that music in is something that nobody uses. Mm-hmm. Well, and also alongside the digital files, you know, it's like a collectible. It's like, um, it's like a t-shirt. It's more like a t-shirt. I, I can't talk. I just <laughs> received my, uh, yeah, you just received your vinyl. Vinyl said, I, "Here we go. I, I, ha- I have the order history. I ordered them in uh, February twenty-two. Wow! So did they say how long that? it was going to take when you ordered it? They, I think, gave an estimation. Was it accurate? Do you remember? Or did you just give up? I, I can't imagine it was. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine I would have been so keen had I known I would have had to wait. Yeah, that's that's a, a really, year and that for." Over a year and a half. For a couple of records, that's that's pretty wild. Yeah. It's not like... I don't know. I mean, who knows? Was was it from, like, IM8-bit? Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, you'd think maybe it was 
because like production COVID stuff, but I feel like yeah, I'm sure that played a role. I feel like they'd have the production pipeline a bit more sorted. What are you gonna do with They're it? Just you gonna what? put it somewhere for the time being? Yeah, maybe I will have to get a um. Uh, what's it called? Record player. <laughs> <Oof>. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Just threw up in my mouth. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Revolting. <sighs> they take up a lot of space, man. Um. Yeah. Well, the record players. I saw you had one on the top of your. Uh, yeah, but that's not plugged in because shelving space yesterday. Because it needs um, it needs a preamp. Which I have, I just, it's just like, ah, uh, I think, I think maybe the preamp blew up a while ago and then I didn't replace it. So now I've just got a record player. And like, then the speakers, which are currently in the other room and they're connected to a different preamp, which is connected to my computer. I got a pretty mm. weird setup, but I quite like it. Anyway. Okay. Um. Speaking of long delivery times, did I tell you I got a play date? Uh, yeah, about eight months ago. <laughs> I well, I bought it like yeah, I bought it like the beginning of the year, I think, and it arrived like a month ago. Okay, I don't think you ever told me that it arrived. Yeah, it you arrived. were excited for that. It arrived. I was excited. It's Any not, good? Yeah, not really. It's nice to have on my desk. Really? <laughs> no, it's it's a cool thing. I think um, it. Uh, well, there are two things that bother me about it. The main thing is that it doesn't have a backlight on the screen, which I knew buying it. But mm. you forget like how rubbish that is. <laughs> you know, it's like oh fucking mm. hell. It's like it's a, the, the screen is like super high contrast, so it's like really clear as long as you're in just the right light. Um, mm. But like you can't play it with like in any kind of dim setting. Um, Did you have a Game Boy back in day? color or i had an advance uh, my sister had a color i had an advance mm. so you know um I, it was wild I, wasn't it, it it is wild um so that's annoying and then the other thing is that like it has a super long battery life again because the screen is like so um just low intense so it, you can have it like as a little like when it's locked it shows a little clock so it's a nice little desk thing um mm. Uh, and the battery takes like I don't know a couple of weeks maybe to run down just sitting there. Um, but the whole point of the Playdate thing is that like they send you every week or so a new game as part of this like season. So you like you might wake up and say, "Hey, there's a new game to play," which is a really nice thing. But if the Playdate is like below a certain battery threshold, it doesn't update. So like I think for a while, for whatever reason, I just somehow managed to keep the battery of the Playdate below like. 30% by just charging it like a tiny bit or something. So like I missed like so for, like I can't remember it's like it feels like a month worth of games I just didn't receive and I was like oh I guess I, I guess there's no more games and then I charged it full <laughs> and suddenly there were like 10 more games. Um and that's no fun. I want like the I want the little dopamine hit of every every week. So I got to you got to keep it charged. Okay. Keep it charged. Good to know. Else. If I uh, buy a play date, Don't looking at it now. Don't buy a play date right now. I definitely won't. <laughs> I have to buy a record player first. That's true. That's true. Oh, it, lo it looks nice. It is nice. It's it does. Nice, it does nice look thing. nice. It's a nice little thing. And the screen looks good, but the pictures are all outside. 
the screen's overlit. the screen's really nice. Like it, it's it works really well when you do a certain type of like pixel art dithering style. Um, uh, sometimes it looks. Why bad. wouldn't they? I mean, they should have put a backlight in there. Maybe it doesn't work with this type of screen because it's a very weird screen. Like it, I don't think I've seen. I don't remember what it is. What is, it? is it like a Kindle? No, it's not e-ink. It's like an LCD, but it's like... I don't know. I've never seen this type of screen in something. I don't know what it is. It's something weird. Oh. Kindles have okay. backlights. They have lights. Yeah, they do. I think they might be lit from the side, actually. Like, the lights around the side of the screen, not behind it, maybe? I don't right, know. Okay. I don't know, actually. I have no idea. I have no idea. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, should we talk about uh, GT, the movie? Yeah, I got the movie playing here. Uh, we're 16 minutes in. But I did start it at like four minutes, just so you know. So. Mm. Um, yes, Lockie, uh, we we made the correct decision um, to watch the Gran Turismo movie now that it is available to rent. The full title mm. of which, by the way, is Gran Turismo based on a true story. The- um, really? Yep. That's, that's, that's what they went for. <laughs> yep. Um, huh. what is the, what is, you the, know what? That's funny. I think let's, let's start there. Yeah. Um, I mean, we should, start, because yeah, yeah, go this ahead. is a video game movie, uh, but it's also not, it's more really just a biopic. Yeah. It's a video game movie. I don't think I could think of any other examples of like. Have they done, like, I don't know, like, a movie based on, like, things that happened at a League of Legends tournament or something like that? Like, like a I'm sure, I'm sure like they'll come, but not that I know of yet. As a what's, like, what's, like, the most famous player at League? He's called Faker. He's, like, undisputably the best in the world. So and like, he just won his fourth title. That's good for him. So he... We'll get a biopic one day, kind of like the Steve Jobs movie, probably. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he will. <laughs> I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. Yeah, but maybe it's not interesting to look at the best, right? Maybe. Which is um, kind of what happened here. I mean, not really. So, where do we start? Um, so what, I, well, what, well, what was your did you? How did you know that this movie was a thing? Because I think what, the thing that one of the things that was most interesting to me about this film is that like trailers looked really really bad, and I don't feel like I saw anyone online talk about it. And I think that's partly because like Gran Turismo and like sim races don't just don't get a lot of press in the sort of game circles that I follow. But like, hmm. um, but yeah, I just like feel like this is the, looks like the stupidest idea for a movie. Uh, it's like you think? akin to like the freaking you remember when they made a battleship movie from a, yeah. from a, from like a outside perspective, not knowing what it was. Like if if you just say, and I see why they put based on a true story. Well, in that's the title, what I'm saying, yeah. Because like if you just say Gran Turismo, you're like the <laughs> that game doesn't have any plot. It's about racing cars around track. So like, but also as a note, mm-hmm. Gran Turismo is such a generic title. I imagine. You could just apply it the to the vast lot. majority of that of the world would know that it's a racing game. Yeah. They would see it and think. So I think a lot of people would see it and just think it was a car movie. Yeah, kind of. Well, yeah, we. So I watched the Need for Speed movie not that long ago with my good buddy James, and mm. 
that is the same thing of like well it's in that like you just you could just apply need for speed to any fast and furious movie um plot uh and that's what people would go see um yeah i'm sure you could have put fast and furious 14 on the title and people would have not known the difference yeah yeah i'm guessing yeah that's exactly for that sort of film yeah but gt was totally different it was a biopic based on a true story and it just includes video games (laughs) and uh yeah it was a pretty good story to be honest great the story (laughs) the 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 original tale it's a hell of a story. For it's really a hell real of a story. Life person. Yeah. The telling of it is pretty mediocre. It's it's fine. Yeah. I thought it was a very watchable film. I was ready to slate it for uh an hour and a half. It ended up being a couple hours <laughs> and I slated it for maybe ten minutes. <laughs> you know, yeah, I think um the writing was not great, like the script was pretty rough and like there's a lot of contrived things that happen just for drama's sake um, that probably did not happen in real life. I think probably the thing that surprised me most was that all of the acting for the most part was pretty okay. I think that's mm. probably what saves the movie is that like, especially like like uh, David Harbour is that his name? Um, I think it is yeah, like, or Daniel. Um, no, you're right David. Like he is really doing his best with yeah. this movie like he does a really good job of like whatever, this what is a pretty bland character he acts pretty well. He's, like, kind of charming while also being a bit of a dick. And, like, um, you do warm to him. He does a really good job considering what he's doing. Um, and then, like, all the other cast, like, are just there. And they're doing... They're reading the lines perfectly fine. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I was... Uh, I think um, Bloom's character, Orlando Bloom. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it revolved around three main characters, which is uh, David Harbour, who is a... What would you call him? X racer turned car engineer. Yeah. Um, a sort of Nissan. No, he doesn't money work for man. Nissan. He's he's he pitches to Nissan. He's just like a sort of a sleazeball. I don't think they really know where no, he, really. where he comes from, but he just like pitches to Nissan. Uh, this idea of the Gran Turismo Academy, which this film is kind of based around. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, money and then the driver. Jan, I can't remember his second name. Jan Mold. Is it Jan Mold. or Jan? I don't remember if they said Jan or Jan. Jan, I think. Jan Mardenborough. All right, I'm going to read the plot that it says on Apple TV. Gran Turismo is based on the unbelievable true story of a team of unlikely underdogs. A struggling, quote, working class gamer, end quote, um, a failed former race driver and an idealistic motorsport executive. Together, they risk it all to take on the most elite sport in the world. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. What do you mean most elite it's sport the most in the elite, world? I've, I mean, it's probably like filled with the most elitist people, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, uh, it's an inspiring, thrilling, action-packed story that provides that proves that nothing is impossible when you're fueled from within like true gamers. It doesn't say that bit. Um, yeah, that's the plot. Um and yeah, I think it's it's not a good movie. Uh, it's a sort of, it's mm. just an average. It's just a super average film. Which Podcast would like. suggest there's not much to say, but there is. I actually, uh, I would go as far as to say it was a 
decent film. Okay. I think I would I would push that boat out there. I think I can't get past it being a Gran Turismo film. And yeah. I probably like the stuff of like like all the like Sony polyphony digital Gran Turismo Nissan sort of marketing stuff that like fills this movie um uh just makes it feel a little bit too cheap um sure uh yeah based on a true story though <laughs> yeah also i have i so, take issue with anything that says that anywhere in its marketing in, in the title i'm very uncomfortable with the phrase based on a true story <laughs> um yeah, when it's on the DVD case. <laughs> you know it's probably not that much <laughs> based on the true story. Uh, well, they, they did take some liber- liberties. Yes. I think the strangest one they took uh, was... So, looking at it now, was their purposeful um, <laughs> decision to be very vague on when it was actually set. I don't think it ever said the year... I think it just hopes you think it's current day. Like, it's not... It doesn't... Like, it is clearly current day because everything is current day. They're playing GT7. But, like... um, But also, they've warped it in that uh, they set it up to suggest that this is the first time they'd done GTA Academy. Yeah. Whereas Yan was actually the third winner of GTA Academy. GT Academy. GTA Academy, lol. <laughs> I wish. That would be pretty interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's that's kind of fair enough is like, you know, I don't know. It's sort of just... I'm sure maybe there was a guy that pitched to Nissan at some point and then there were two academies that weren't very interesting and the third one had a bit more interesting story, so why not just shove that together? Much more interesting story, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame it. Also, you know, I actually just read that briefly on oh, the wiki page, so it could not be true. Yeah, um, but so the 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 real guy, so he won GT Academy in 2011, I think it was, um, which uh, technically means that he was playing. I think I remember hearing about GT Academy, I think, with Gran Turismo 5, which was on PS3. Um, so that was a very long time ago. Um I remember there was a demo, I think, actually before Gran Turismo 5 came out. And it was like, you know, play. It's like, a hey, you get to play like an early look at what Gran Turismo 5 is going to be. And you can um, sort of submit your time to compete in this thing that we're doing. Um, mm. uh, so it was just like a track that you could yeah, race a few times. You might have even only be able to do it once. I don't remember. Um, um and I guess, yeah, I didn't actually know they'd done it. I don't know how many times they've done it. Like, I think in GT7, like, there are little um, human faces that pop up, and I think they have some of the winners in that be like, hey, I, I drive cars now. Um, um, yeah. Um, so I was like, relatively sort of familiar with the concept. I didn't know about its kind of how it came together or... If it really, I didn't even really know that it stretched out beyond GT Academy. Like I just assumed it was like a, you know, race a real car with other gamers and then call it a day. But uh, this mm. story is about not only winning the academy, but then going on to 
be a licensed race car driver um, and race uh, other races, not sim races, real mm-hmm. races um, mm-hmm. in uh, proper events. Yeah, uh, that, that pretty much covers plot. Um, so, yeah, I've got the entire uh, basic plot, <laughs> you... plot written out here, mate. I'm just going to blast through it, all right? Okay, take uh, it away. So, uh, big spoilers of if you have any intention of watching this movie. <laughs> of course. We're gonna, I'm going to say the whole plot. Um, yep. Um, so, yeah, so it kind of starts with just uh, Orlando Bloom's character uh, going to Nissan to pitch this idea of being a of gt academy he's there's like a lot of like sleazy um sleaziness i think in this section like i think they're trying to get it i which i don't know about Orlando bloom's character like where they were going with this guy because he's like he's clearly a little greasy but like he also seems weirdly i guess yeah he seems weirdly passionate about the gran turismo brand um he says, like, oh, you know, 80 million players. Like, all this stuff that, like, feels like it would be at an E3 press conference from 2011. Mm. Um, <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. He does have sort of E3 presenter vibes in which yeah, you don't really buy it, but you're still, like, want to hear what they have to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 80, 80 million players across the world. Um, also, yeah, it's nice to see Orlando Bloom again, you know? Hmm. It's been a while. It's been a while. And he was talking about you. You were one of the 80 million That's players. That's true. I was one of the 80 million in 2011 that submitted my time to be not... I just wanted to play Gran Turismo 5, but hey. um, You know. I could have been... Yeah, it is nice to see him. I don't know where he's been recently. I, I asked Grace, and I think he just had a kid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was just, like, you know, busy living life. Um... Uh, yeah, so then he, like, he gets that. Nissan's like, yeah, yeah, you can... Um, so, just for, I guess, Lucky, you might be interested in this. Nissan and um, Polyphony Digital, the developers of Gran Turismo, have a relatively close relationship. Um, they, like, have done a lot of collaboration stuff in the past. So that's why Nissan is, like, the the car that everyone's driving in this game. Um, okay. Um, they, like, I think Polyphony did, like, some of the dashboard work inside the gtr like the there's like gran turismo graphics inside one of those cars um huh um, that's pretty cool yeah so the and like uh the the head of polyphony um kazanori yamauchi he i think he drives nissan because he's traditionally a racer um well, really yeah um I think so. I don't know. You see, he's always driving this, and it's probably more of a collaboration thing. Um, uh, yeah, so then he goes and... Uh, Alan Abib goes and re- recruits David Harbour, and we learn that David Harbour is an old racer, but now he's just a mechanic for a bunch of rich guys that drive a gold car. Um, what is the... I feel like I've never seen a gold-plated car on a racetrack. That feels like that would not be an efficient paint to use Thoughts? maybe it's maybe it's uh well i think based on you know, it obviously makes you look like a dick yes immediately um but also maybe there's something to do with like light reflection <laughs> that would be illegal yeah <laughs> yeah well in terms in terms of like it reflecting light and causing uh 
vision issues. Okay, the so, drivers behind, uh, like yeah. a safety thing. I so that team doesn't exist. Oh yeah, no, they okay. do exist, or do they not? Uh, okay. No, 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 they don't exist. They don't exist. Yeah, I also just don't. I don't, and this could be wrong. I don't, I don't feel like people are racing Lamborghinis like this. Um. I'm going to have to divert to you for this one. No, I guess they are. I guess they are. But that just, again, that just feels like an evil person car, you know, a gold Lamborghini, like this person. It's, it's very obnoxious. Yeah. Um, it's very obnoxious. Uh, yeah. So then, so he's working for this crap team that he doesn't like because they're rich and there's like this kind of very loose Snobby, theme. snooty driver. Yeah. Loose theme of like elitism in, in racing and how like you have to be rich to, um, get anywhere in in racing and obviously the the gamer jan uh or yan is um is from a quote-unquote working class background um and has never driven a car he's only been able to play his sim races um and then he recruits him because he doesn't like the guy he leaves um jan's dad doesn't like the fact that you know his kid is playing video games all day got it's got all that kind of rhetoric in it um video games are pointless sort of stuff but he knows the but yeah knows the real deal like this is this isn't a game this is this is his future this is my life yeah this is my life he goes to what can only be described as the world's largest gaming cafe <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> uh based in cardiff oh that's another point yeah they're in wales Everyone and also everyone has an English accent. Everyone has an English no accent. One, <laughs> the, no one is Welsh. The main character sounds from just around the corner from me. Um, uh, it's it's a little bit bizarre. Um, yeah. yeah, him, the love interest. Like the every, I don't think I heard a single Welsh accent. No, no one's Welsh. Um, the mum is played by Jerry Halliwell. Um, uh, I recognise the dad actor, but I don't know where from. I should look up the cast. Um, uh, I have it here. The dad was. Wow, he's called. Uh, I'm guessing Silent J. So Demon, but if you pronounce the day the J, it's Digimon. <laughs> yeah, it's probably either Gmon or Demon. But uh, if it is Digimon, <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop it now. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, I don't recognise any of his other. Well, I recognise some of these films, um, but I don't remember him in any of them. Oh, I probably know from Gladiator. Maybe. Who's in Fast Furious 7? Yeah, it's a good list. He's in some stuff. Lots of, like, um, nerd movies. Yeah, he's been in Charlie's Angels 2019. Didn't see that. Uh, phew, I was going to say, no way was he in the uh, 20, in the noughties one. In the, in the good one. The great one, even. Uh, he's in yeah. Lara Croft. Wow, this guy is in an insane amount of video game movies. Yeah, I feel like that does happen to actors. They're like, yeah, he'll do the video game movie. <laughs> video game and, like, nerd stuff. He's in yeah. Gran Turismo, Shazam. He is in Blood Diamond, which Black people Adam. like that movie. Uh, He's in The Legend yeah. of Tarzan 2016. Captain Marvel, Serenity, Aquaman. Oh, wow. Paws of Fury. Pause of Fury, of course, can't forget that. Guardians of the Galaxy. I want. Yeah, these are all what Jerry Halliwell. I wonder if this is guy she, is a nerd. How much like acting she's done? This is the first time I've ever seen her act. 
Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't have... Um... Well, she's known for Spice World, of course. Of course. She was in Crank. She was in Crank. She was in Crank? <laughs> Apparently she was in Crank. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the greatest film that we have ever watched together. Uh, yeah, with my father. He wasn't in the room, I don't think. Oh, thank God for that. Mm. <laughs> I didn't. I don't need to see that erection scene with my father at the age of fourteen. <laughs> uh, she has. This is the first thing she's done. Yeah, it looks like it. Um, since twenty fourteen. Wow. Other than a, a voice in a short film and a part in a TV show. Um, she was on the Drew Barrymore show three weeks ago. The Drew Barrymore Show. <laughs> yeah, did you know Drew Barrymore had a TV show? <laughs> I, I can't say I did. Neither did I. <laughs> All right, great. Um, yeah, so he goes to the big cafe. He gets entered into this qualifier because he does a good time. Uh, hey, sorry, let's just quickly touch on this gaming cafe. It's just wild. Yeah, it's, like, uh, it's like a warehouse um, with, like, Four gaming chairs in it, <laughs> just like a, <laughs> an open space in the middle that is, uh, you know, just it's dark out. and LED lit in there. Yeah, it's like if Beyond, you know, had a bit more money. Um, it's huge. But the same amount of computers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just invested in pure real estate. <laughs> well, I don't know what the Cardiff markets are like, but that's true. Yeah, and it makes sense for, like, in terms of, like, you know, not a lot of people could afford an entire um, racing rig set up um, or have the space for that. So, um, yeah, he goes to Scabie Cafe. Yeah, and he's entered into this comp and um, oh, his dad always almost gets him to miss the race. He's like, I think this part, like, so this, I think this film has a lot of these moments of, like, these kind of arbitrary bits of drama of, like, um, oh, he's not going to get there in time to actually do the race because his dad was trying to make him do a job um and now he's like getting he's on his bike and the time's running out and oh he gets there just as the clock goes and like there's a lot of like that that feels like that's definitely not based on a true story um he was probably there like 6 (laughs) a.m ready to go sort of Mm. stuff um this is a bit boring um but yeah he does that and then he wins that race um just uh, he uses his, and we'll see this a lot. He like uses his protagonist superpowers to just crush, drive faster than everyone somehow else. drive twenty miles per hour faster than every other car on the track. Um, yeah, it's funny. He'll he'll uh, you know he'll be in a bit of a funk, and they go like, "Come on, Yan, focus!" <laughs> and then let and then put his foot. <laughs> yeah. and suddenly, just like starts driving faster than all the other cars. Yeah, suddenly he realizes that oh, his foot's just been off the pedal <laughs> for like mm. the last two. Years. Two laps. Um, yeah, and my car's considerably faster than everyone else is, is on the track. Yeah, he's nitroed it out, and uh, he just overtakes everyone. Which, yeah, as I think I said, like, to be fair, is very realistic to what Gran Turismo plays like at times. Of like, you start, <laughs> you start from the back of the pack, and then you, your goal is to overtake every single car in under two laps. Um, yeah, uh, which you know is of course not particularly simmy, but. Uh, the only way to make it fun, I guess. Um, uh, and then, yeah, and then he joins up with the with the, the GT Academy and uh, David Harbour's character is being a dick, telling everyone 
he doesn't think it's safe and he doesn't think they should be there and um but he's gonna work his best to make sure that you quit because he doesn't want you to kill yourselves um uh and then training montage and then um there's this dick guy who turns out actually might actually just be a regular driver but that kind of immediately gets dropped um mm. and then we have of course the huge moment of the glazed brakes incident mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucky, what are glazed brakes? Well, they were glazy. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. He, he he had glazy brakes. His brakes were glazy. Yeah. Really, um, something you never want to see out there on the track. It's not good. Uh, it's basically where the brake pad heats up so much that it gets glazy. Uh, it gets glazy. You don't want and, glazy and, and the the contact and the friction's not there. You can't brake properly. So you can try and brake, but it won't be effective. No. And Yan recognized this. But he only recognized it on the one corner when something went wrong. And, and you know, that's, that's interesting to me. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Maybe you didn't have to break that much. But you're right. I guess you'd feel it the whole way you around. You know immediately, you? surely. Yeah. Yeah, Jan recognized... So Jan was racing the, the dick guy with uh, David Harbour in the seat, just giving him tips and being a dick in general. Uh, and uh, I'm actually literally on this scene in the movie right now. Um... Uh, or overtaking, um, pun not intended. Um, and uh, he goes in to try and overtake the dick, and he, what looks like to David Harbour, kind of wusses out, and David Harbour keeps saying, like, oh, you got to commit, you got to commit, or or you're all dead. And he uh, he wusses out, but actually it's because the brakes are glazed, and he spins off, um, and, and they all die. Um, uh, and... Um, and then there's a big argument about it, and like Jan's like, "Yeah, but no, it's because the brakes were glazed." And like they never tell you what that means because I guess they assume you know what a glazed brake is. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess it's relatively clear. Like, it's like okay, so the, it's not clear. The brakes didn't work, so therefore clear. there's something wrong with the brakes. Um, is what he said. Yeah, <laughs> but they just ham on about it. They, they do go, say the word "glazed." The brakes like were glazed five times. <laughs> um, and. David, David's like, oh, you're just afraid. You're a wuss. You can't do this. And he's like, no, the brakes are glazed. I know because like, because I've been racing around this track a hundred thousand times in my sim racer. That's not a game. It's a sim racer. It's a sim racer. Uh, and then they check the brakes and yeah, it turns out, oh yeah, brakes glazed. And, um, and then David, I was like, sorry about that. Yeah, the brakes were glazed. And, um, and I think that's the point of like, okay, so now we are kind of going to start dropping the whole game of the real life racer rhetoric at least a little bit it, that calms down just a smidge um mm. and that moves maybe more to the side characters like the other races are now against sim races but like maybe david harbour and son are like yeah he's, he's all right he knows what a glazed break is which i think we spoke about i don't think gran turismo i've never heard that phrase and i don't think gran turismo has like break damage that carries over from race to race like mm. it it's like might be contained within a race and the engine you might you have like things where you need to like change the oil in the engine but i don't think there's ever been like a ah uh, you've been using this car for 200 races and now the brakes are looking a little glazed bud like it never does mm. i don't think i've ever seen that but he seems to think that like he knows the brakes are glazed because he's he because he knows well He's maybe it's maybe it's Gran Turismo before. Maybe it's by elimination though of knowing how brakes should react 
and knowing that they didn't react in that way. Yeah, that's true. He's yeah, that's true. Maybe he's like, this doesn't feel right. And I know the concept of glaze breaks because obviously he would be into cars anyway. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, and then he has the big final race to kind of see who gets to be the 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 winner of GT Academy against the Dick, and he only just wins by like a bajillionth of a second. Orlando Bloom's like, and they don't know yet. And Orlando Bloom like kind of would rather have the other guy because the other guy's a bit more charismatic. Um, but in the end, they go for for Jan. Uh, and then and then and then he needs to also start once he's won GT Academy. He then needs to place fourth in like normal people races, so that he can get his license. Yes, yeah, FIA license. But. To do that, he races in races with other people. Well, this was confusing, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you pointed this out, and I was like, yeah, that's really true. He's he's getting his license, but he's already doing the races, <laughs> basically. Yeah, the, the main people they highlight is his uh, future opposition for this part of the movie also appear after he's gotten his license. Yeah. Don't know why, but, yeah, you know, all good. And I think... Probably one of the more frustrating things with this section, and for the rest of it, really, is like the other races are like like violent towards him on the track, like literally shoving him into mm. the sides of the road and like bumping him, like stuff that's clearly like very illegal and would get them disqual- disqualified. Um, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, and everyone just blames him. And everyone's just, what are you doing out there, kid? You lost. And (laughs) it's like like this guy just like rammed me. Rammed my car, dude. Hello? (laughs) Um, Rude. uh, And anyway, eventually on the last race. And no one acknowledged it. No one acknowledged it. And then in the last last race in Dubai, uh, he gets fourth and therefore he can officially keep doing these races still. Um, And he gets a license with Nissan. He goes to Tokyo to meet polyphony digital and nissan and his girlfriend comes along and they have a nice time um and um he buys he buys um david harbour the uh a walkman there's this whole plot about music and walkmans uh which i I can't be bothered to get into can you don't don't no it's not worth it okay um and then we get the fucking downer of all time um, yeah, which I really didn't expect. Really, <laughs> um, really came out of left field, uh, and it's like, well, this has to be true because you wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't put this in the plot like this. Like this is so completely out of nowhere. Um, what happens, Lucky? Uh, true story. Um, Yen has a crash on the track. The car manages to fly over the barrier and kills a spectator. Yeah. Um, he's just like, it's at the Nürburgring and, uh, it's that hill where cars take off. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a pretty like nutty shot. Um, and like looks pretty stressed. And then, yeah, he just, he like wakes up after the accident and everyone's upset and he gets told that, uh, a bystander got hit by the car and died, which, yeah. And then it's like, God, that's, that's like horrendous it's like horrendous and like this movie so far has not had like the kind of 
the right tone to sort of do this. It agreed, and also they weren't clear about the fact that it had killed someone until they said it explicitly, which was really awkward because in the seconds before he wakes up, uh, the two older chaps have a talk, and they're like, well, someone died, and and then it's like, wait, sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> Who died? Who died? Yeah. And then they're talking to Yan, and they tell him, and you're like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, but the del- the delivery was awkward, but I wasn't expecting the movie to go there. No. And I, I, you could, it would have been, I think if this wasn't based on a true story and this was fictionalized, the plot would have just been that he had a really nasty crash and, like, struggled to get bounced back from that. Um, yep. But... Yeah, the real story is much darker, um, and there's just a lot of, like, people saying, it's not your fault, it's not your fault, and, like, it feels... The fact that it was it actually happened, it maybe feels like it wasn't um, quite handled as delicately, maybe. Like, as you said, like, the whole, like, kind of the way it was revealed, like, it was like a, ha-ha! Um, isn't that shocking? Felt a bit... Like, well, but yeah, it is shocking, but it actually happened. So, like, maybe chill out a bit with the way you're presenting this information. Um, Mm. uh, Anyway, um, that's horrible. Um, uh, I don't think uh, I personally would be able to handle that. Um, And uh, anyway, David takes him out. And this, again, like, this kind of, like, using it for character progression thing of like now they go back to the Nürburgring and David like they go back to the spot where the car crashed and like they have a chat about like how this happened something similar happened to David's character and he quit but this means that this guy Jan shouldn't quit like this all feels like I doubt this bit happened maybe it did but it feels all a bit like Hollywood story stuff shoved over like an actual real horrible event um Mm. anyway so character arcs happen he decides to race still uh he gets back in the, gets back in the game and um uh and then they do le mans immediately yeah uh so obviously they go from doing short races to a 24 hour <laughs> race doing like one of the most insane races um with seemingly no extra training oh and also for some reason now some of the people that were at gt academy also somehow have their license and are part of the team to do the 24-hour race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, which, who knows? Maybe that was, like, maybe that was the previous two winners <laughs> in real life. Like, maybe that was, like, um, how that worked. Um, yeah, and then really from here, like, there really isn't much that happens. They just kind of do the race. There's the panic attack bit, which happens, like, at the beginning of the race. So, Yan sees a crash in front of him, and he has a panic attack, and then... David Harbour plays some like music to soothe him and he that helps and then they do the race. Oh, and there's the bit where they the pit stop goes wrong. But again, like it's all just kind of like this kind of false drama so that he can like engage his superpowers mm. to like somehow take like in the last lap like take 10 people over um uh and uh, and they get a podium finish and everyone's happy. Yeah, and that much. lucky is the plot <laughs> of Gran Turismo, based on a true story. Thanks for breaking it down for us, Lou. You're welcome, guys. If you want uh, more of this, please let me know. Um, I will uh, get right on that. Yeah, yeah. Next up, Super Mario Brothers plot breakdown. 
Uh, well, I've, I've not seen it, so sure. Go. Works for me. Uh, yeah, it was... Do you have anything you want to say about it in particular? I feel like we've covered it there by going through that plot, you know? It, it's an, it is a great story. It's a fantastic story uh, about a remarkable individual. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. There was some game chat in it mm. that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, there's a lot of, like, pit crew people and other randoms calling him a noob. <laughs> yeah. As with, uh, we watched the- as with all that stuff, like the game talk is always slightly prime. slightly off, slightly like not it's fucking prime. Not in the right place, like or like just really awkward. Like I think David Harbour's character talks about like in real life you can't reset, you know, and there's just something about like the word the word resets wrong. Like that's it's this isn't like a Super Nintendo. I don't like there's not a reset. Yeah. Like there's something just, just say start over. Yeah, there's something so like over the top video gaming about that that language. Noob, yeah, this guy just calls this guy noob. His dad calls yeah. him noobie. <laughs> the the pit guy, yeah, so the dad called him noobie and the pit crew guy called him noob. Yep. We were watching this uh with subtitles. Weirdly that word wouldn't have been uh I wouldn't have been able to interpret that word in either case. Yeah. Um but it said noob on the subtitles. The pit crew guy was like yeah, nice one. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just grumbling it because they probably just don't really know what it means. So that whole line is just a bit like, I have no idea what kind of intonation you want on this word. So I'm just going to be like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you go with that nope. take? <laughs> There's also that time when it, Yen's voice uh, like broke. Yeah. He's very stressed. Like, <laughs> He's really stressed. Why would you take? Yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> uh, and then the um, other one was uh, the bad guy. When he says, like, I'm going to nerf you <laughs> or something yeah, right before he, like, course. runs him off the road. Uh, and his friend as well. Bruv and bro. It's a lot of bruv and bro. Yeah, yeah his, his friend over the phone was, like, that was probably some of the worst dialogue. And that was right at the beginning of the movie. It was really rough. It wasn't good. Um, yeah, I think it's perfectly fine. As I said, I think really... I think if you like David Harbour, this is a good movie for you because he's doing a good job um, acting. Uh, and mm. I think if you like Gran Turismo, it's not great because it makes it all look a bit naff. And I think if you like racing, you're going to be really annoyed with how complete how it completely discards the rules. Uh, I think if you are the kind of person that likes sports movies like Goal and Goal two. <laughs> I think this movie is perfect for you, um, because it's exactly that of like it's effectively a rom com. In why did you say goal and goal two? Because those are the only sports movies I think I could think of. Like that kind, <laughs> that kind of. And I, I remember watching Goal and being like, "This is fun," because um, mm. it's just like underdog does a thing in sports, not really about the sports. It's just kind of a nice backdrop. Um, guy succeeds against all odds if you like that plot like yeah this is one of those this is full this is just one of those um and it, yeah it's fine go watch goal two i don't think i've seen goal two sure he goes to play for liverpool how many goals are there three that i know of they must have made a lot are they all different actors or are they 
No, I, I know one, two, and three is the huh. story of the same character huh. going to different teams. We watched goal at school. Um, mm, like twice. Uh, Our sports teacher also occasionally taught uh, geography. <laughs> yeah. You know, the favelas. <laughs> that was it. The favelas of Brazil. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking hell. So. Oh, man. It, that wasn't even at the end of the year. No, it was just like, fuck <laughs> it. I just feel like watching goal. <laughs> we were learning about the favelas in Brazil, and he's like, well, I know just this, the movie, I, to, know, ac- this movie. to accurately... <laughs> Um, it's like that boss display. This that boss baby meme. What is that joke? Oh, I don't know. I need to look it up. There's a um, Michael Jackson video filmed in the favelas that I watched recently for the first time. Interesting. Uh, and apparently, there's a statue of him <laughs> in place. Oh, I'm never gonna find it because it was like a text meme. It wasn't an image. Oh yeah, here it is. Guy who has only seen the Boss Baby watching his second movie. <laughs> Getting a lot of Boss Baby vibes from this. <laughs> that was our PE teacher with goal <laughs> teaching geography. <laughs> he also really liked Oasis. No, no, he liked Blur. He liked Blur. He didn't like Oasis. He liked Blur. Okay. You talk about that a lot. I mean, it's, it's the funny right what you remember. Yeah. But I remember his name, but I won't smear his good name. Yeah. Keep it. Uh, if you're listening out there, well done. You know who you are. I liked goal, and I, I much preferred it to geography. So, <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you. <sighs> I think that's me uh, done, dude. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Uh, wonderful. Wrap it up. Um, well, thank you for joining us on this. Uh, 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 you watch along journey. Journey. Yeah. Uh, Time Play Through Each Hour is a podcast that we sometimes do, uh, mostly about video games, but, you know, if you've been listening for the last year, maybe not. Um, that's it. Um, cool. We'll let's wrap up again some other time. Wrap this sucker up. All right. Speak soon. Cool. See you. Bye. bye.